Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hello and welcome to the True Crown Never Sleeps podcast. Today for Murder Monday, talking about the Las Feliz Mansion murders. Murder Mansion was a Spanish revival house located at 2475 Glendale Road. It was in a wealthy neighborhood of Los Angeles. It's still a popular house among those who likely visit haunted houses, as it's become as infamous as Nicole Brown Simpson's house. It used to be a stop on the Deeply Departed Tour, which visited infamous and homes where people have died, until neighbors began to complain. I mean, that's fair. Probably had thousands of people constantly visiting the neighborhood to see the house. It's definitely a super notorious house. And it was rumored to be haunted because it sat vacant for a very long time. In the Pearlson family, Harold was born first, born February 1st, 1909, in Queens. Both parents emigrated from Eastern Europe, along with a massive number of people. Eastern Europe was going up through uh, Imperial Recession. His father was a printer clerk, mother was a housewife. It was 1909, so the mother was expected to be a housewife and stay home. When Harold finished school, his parents sent him to med school. He didn't really do well in New York, so he moved to California, found a job at the Inglewood Physician's Office, and he published a bunch of papers on neurology. So, very intelligent man assistant of cardiology at USC. He accomplished a lot. After graduating med school, he met Lillian Silva, who was born in Ohio. Eventually, they had three kids. And then they finally got to the point where they were ready to find their dream home. They looked in the rich parts of Los Angeles and eventually found the Los Feliz Mansion, which cost them $60,000. Actually, recently sold for $12 million. It was described as a delightful home with 12 rooms. It was designed in 1925 and sold December 6, 1932, when the crime would take place years later. Pearlson purchased the home and had a massive living room. The second floor had most of the bedrooms. The third floor had a ballroom within it, with a bar in it. It had staff quarters, even though the 
family did not have hire staff. They did sometimes hire a local neighborhood kid to babysit. Lillian was a good homemaker, but not a great cook. And neighbors said they didn't really see anything odd about the family. And on December 30th, 1938, Harold actually actually tried to um, patent a medical device. Uh, He put in $24,000 into it, and Lillian put up $7,000 of her own money. Nearly 200000 in today's money. He met Edward Schustek, who said he would be able to um, market the invention. However, it was soon revealed that he was a scammer. Harold eventually sued him for $100,000. One million in today's money. Case took two years to resolve. Didn't get a big return. Only $23,956. Less than what he and Lillian put in. So it was a massive financial loss for them. On November 3rd, 1957, his three children, Debbie 11, Joel 13, and Jude 18, were all involved in a car accident. They were driving near Vermont and Las Cruces, where they were hit in a head-on collision with a driver named Eleanor Keller. Joel suffered a head injury. Debbie had her cheek sliced open. Jude suffered head and knee injury and a concussion. Harold sued Eleanor, claiming it was her negligence that caused the accident. He took her to court, suing her family for a crazy amount, $20,000 for his daughters and $10,000 for Joel. He won this case, but only got enough to cover medical expenses. Jude wrote a letter to her aunt disclosing the financials, saying the family was in a financial merry-go-round. It just got worse as the merry-go-round kept going around and around. She even said she was considering getting a job to help them, and said that the dad was beginning to get stressed out. Jude was a popular kid. He went to Barrister High School and was the secretary of student in the student body. He was a husherette at Huntington Barlford Theater. He was an all-around good kid. Harold always tried to get ahead, but got eventually got depressed. On December 6th, 1959, that fateful day, at 5 p.m., Harold sat, sat in the lounge room as Lillian wrapped Christmas presents. Lillian then made dinner. They ate, eating a plate of green beans. They both sat around and watched TV, and the kids went to sleep. Harold waited for Lillian to go to sleep, and then went to bed and read some of his book, Dante's Divine Comedy. At 5 a.m., he wakes up and then goes to the kitchen, picks up a hammer, and goes back to his bedroom and starts smashing Lillian's face in. He smashed it in so bad that her face actually caved in. 
And she actually ended up dying not from the hammer, but actually from asphyxiating on her own blood. They then go to Jude's room, who ends up, he ends up attacking her, but moves slightly, so he doesn't actually kill her, but barely grazes her with the hammer. She wakes up, starts yelling loud enough that even the neighbors would hear. She manages to run out of the house and runs to the Lewis house, which is nearby. Sherry is awake and heard, but are freaking out. She then runs to Marshall Ross's home. He opens the door, lets her in, and calls 911. He then runs to Pearlson house. Two, the two younger siblings have woken up and saw Harold. He, he attempted to climb with just a bad nightmare and told them to go back to sleep. Marshall runs and finds Harold. He Harold tells him to go home. Harold goes to the bathroom, takes two capsules of Nembutal, which was common in the 50s. It was a habituate. He mixes in the capsules into water, then takes them. Then takes 31 white pills after taking those pills, goes to bed, and lies next to his dead wife. At 5.15 a.m., Detectives Anderson Pozo finally arrive. Take to the bedroom. Harold's now on the floor, lying on the pillow covered in Lillian's blood, while also still holding a hammer. And he eventually died before the ambulance could arrive. He didn't have a suicide note with him. However, his book was open to the Canto One, which he could way it was written seemed like that was pretty much a suicide note for him. And Sherry Lewis, <clears throat> his dad was an attorney and got access to documents, which showed that the father's coronaries were actual suicide attempts. Lillian even tried to get him committed, which might have kind of pissed him off, made him want to kill her. Jude eventually changed the name several times, which makes sense. And Joel is said to have moved to Israel. And then in 1960, the house was again sold. Everything was actually left in the house, untouched. And then in 1994, a couple of sons inherited the house and just used it as storage. Later selling for $2.3 million, And then later selling for $2.5 million. And the house drew paranormal believers. And they got a lot of squatters. It was rumored that the Enriquez family rented it out without saying it was the, the site of a murder. So that's all we have for today for Murder Monday. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Hunt Killer. Use code TCNS for 20% off your first box. And also... Thanks to Poddex. Use promo code TCNS for 10% off your order at poddex.com. Poddex is a tool you can use to grow your podcast, increase your downloads, and create even more content. 
And if you want to share what your thoughts on us about this case or future cases, send us a voicemail, 682-305-0483. Thank you. Have a good day. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.